Hello, and today we're going to be walking on into another world called History with Class. Here we talk about people who did things very important a long time ago, and sometimes not so long ago. I'm Tornado. And I'm Mama. And today we're going to be talking about Ashley Fiolek. That's a neat name. So, yeah. um, Ashley I used to I used to think that her name was pronounced Foilek. Oops. <laughs> but the Google has has told me wrong. Gotcha. Alright, so um first question like always, when did she live? Well, she was born October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, October twenty second, nineteen ninety. Oh, so she's modern. She's still alive right now. Yeah, she is. Fantastic. So, so what is what does she do? Mom. Well, she is a stunt actor. Mm-hmm. So I think that basically so they're the they're the people who do all the potentially really dangerous stuff in movies for like action movies and stuff, right? Yeah, but do is she one of those people that replace them? It did list a show that she was in, mm-hmm. but I didn't write it down. That's okay. So I forgot. Um, but <laughs> I think sometimes stunt actors will take the place of other actors if they're doing dangerous um, stunts. But sometimes they're they're just actors in their own right, where they, you know, are cast because they have the ability to do these dangerous things. Um, you said what was... else does she do? Um, she's also a motocross racer. Okay, so she probably does a lot of things with related to like riding motorcycles and doing dangerous yeah. stunts on motorcycles um so the character that she played in that show mm-hmm. um was a teenager that was able to ride a motorcycle so she was really rebellious and mm-hmm. um was like a rebel that's oh. what rebellious means <laughs> and she rode motorcycles and stuff yeah and she rode her motorcycle around oh that's really cool okay so so where was she born where'd she where'd she grow up well she well those are two different questions she was born in michigan okay and she grew up in saint augustine oh in florida yeah okay fantastic so um do you rem- do you remember why she moved St. Augustine? Um, I think it was because of a school mm-hmm. for so there was basically a particular camp or school in mm-hmm. Florida that was for deaf kids. Oh, she's deaf. Yes. That's pretty cool. Um did she did she become deaf or was she born deaf? Um she was born deaf. Okay. But I think her parents figured it out, mm-hmm. not when she was born. Okay, probably when she was a little bit older than just Yeah, being a she baby. was like, I think, one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in the book that I read, it was, um, she was in the kitchen or near the kitchen, mm-hmm. and her mother or father had dropped pans and it made a loud noise oh, and it was on accident and she didn't acknowledge she it didn't at react. all she yeah. didn't like turn her head start crying she didn't like scream no reaction yeah that and would so, be a pretty big indicator yeah so they took her to the doctor and they were like yeah she can't hear okay so so there was a school in saint augustine that would be helpful to her that she that was yeah. accessible to her yeah i think okay. it was to help her learn sign language 
Oh, cool. So she and speaks ASL instead of, like, reading lips and stuff? Yes, I believe so. I'm not okay. entirely sure, but that definitely... I think she had to learn it mm-hmm. so that she could become an actor. Okay. Because that would be a lot, like, very helpful. So I think she knew both. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but well, it also cool. helped her with her self-esteem. Gotcha. There, because, like, some people, like her, didn't feel as important mm-hmm. because they couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you she had a lot of trouble. Like, if she ever went to regular schools, she would have mm-hmm. had a lot of trouble. Yeah, regular schools aren't accessible to hard of hearing and deaf people. Imagine they didn't figure that out, and they sent her to real school. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought that she just wasn't paying attention. I mean, the school that she went to is a real school. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I know what you mean. A, a public school for yeah. hearing children. That would be probably really difficult uh, if if people didn't know that she was deaf. Um at my school, we have this um, thing where disabled kids will go there. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you that, like, I, th- I don't know if my school was around then. Mm, probably. But, I mean, even still, I think it's really important for um, schools to be as inclusive as possible. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of public schools kind of fall down on that. So I'm glad that she got the chance to go to a school that was inclusive for her and accessible. Sorry if you hear background mouths. Um, that's our cat. <laughs> yes, our cat is not very happy that we are in another room without him Wait, one recording. Second. One second. Yeah, there, there, he is. W- there he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... so has she done any kind of activism or anything like that? Does she just do acting and stunt work or? Um, no, she was also an activist. Oh, cool. Um, so she had met a celebrity named Nora Mahadis, I believe. Mahadis, I think. Mahadis. Um, so they had met in the Middle East mm-hmm. and they both worked improve lives of girls both in the usa and iran iran okay so i think nora is from iran and yeah the two of them were both doing their own uh, like feminist activism work in their own countries um so in the book that i'm reading a lot of so every single time that i mention a book mm-hmm for these girls, they're the same book. It's all the same book. It's, it's um, all the same book. Which one is it called? Rebel Girls. Yeah, it's it's it, a really great book. Yeah, it has information of a lot of things. I could not find mm-hmm. um, a lot of the correct information. Well, I think it wasn't that it was incorrect information. I just think that there wasn't maybe the answers to the questions that I was asking you. Yeah, there was where she moved when she already did grow up, Mm -hmm. which was the USA. Mm -hmm. Which was where she was doing her activist work. Right. But she was born in Michigan. Well, Michigan is in the the USA. It's just a state mm -hmm. inside. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. So, is there anything else interesting? I, I mean, she sounds really, really super cool and interesting, and I'm so glad that she... Um, 
there's a lot of barriers to deaf people working in industries that are considered dangerous because yes. there's a lot of people who think that um, deaf people are a liability because they're like, well, you know, deaf people can't hear if something bad happens. Um, deaf people can't hear if something bad happens and, you know, we don't want to be responsible for injuries that happen. Um, so basically they're using those people's deafness and hard of hearing as an excuse to make a job inaccessible for people who are deaf and hard of hearing. So it's really awesome that she has managed to break into an industry that is historically very... Uh, difficult to break into if you're deaf. What I think is really cool is that I think so a couple of sites in the book that I'm reading, Rebel mm -hmm. Girls um, so they all said like um, she would train when she was three with her dad and they would be like on their own little motorcycles and she would be on a tiny one so mm -hmm. they got her a teeny oh. weeny one when she was three years old. Oh my gosh. And so they would go to the woods and they would practice. And she was three on a little tiny motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. That might be the most adorable mental image I've ever had. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else, uh, anything else interesting that you, that you want to add? Well, what I do want to say is that, um... So, a lot of people were like, oh, you can't be a racer. Sometime, so, sometimes in races, the announcer uh -huh. will be like, now you shift. Right. Like, you have to shift and drift and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, well, you won't you hear, can't that. hear that. And she's like... <laughs> <laughs> so, what was her solution so, to that? Her solution to that was she actually learned, mm -hmm. like... She learned to feel certain vibrations oh. to know when she had to. So it wasn't really relying off of the announcer. It was relying off of how is the motor, how does the motorcycle feel? Right. Like what are the what are the um, vibrations going? Okay. I think her dad helped teach her that. Like when it does this. You that's have when to you have do to shift. this. I, I think that's probably better anyway because yeah. you're you're relying on your own intuition and your own knowledge of what your bike is doing as opposed to listening to somebody else tell you what to do. I would think that you would have a better understanding of how your bike operates and, and how to handle it. Yeah, because sometimes... See, I've seen this a lot. People will go like... They won't be racing. Mm -hmm. They'll just go. Okay. You know? Like, they'll regularly use their mo motorcycle to get places. Mm -hmm. So that's better so that she could actually learn how to on a regular day basis if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. Instead of just waiting for race days. Yeah. Instead okay. of being like, okay, I can use my car mm -hmm. every day. Like, until... Like, no, you can just use your motorcycle instead mm -hmm. whenever you want to. All right. Anything else? Um, yeah. So, she was... So, as you know, people aren't good at things at first. Um, <laughs> right. So... Oh, no, you have a list of things. Yes, I have a list of things. <laughs> she broke... So, I cannot remember all of the things that she broke. 
So I have to have a list right here. Oh, no. <laughs> she broke her left arm, her right wrist, her right ankle, her collarbone three times, and her two front teeth. Oh, no. That is an impressive list of injuries. I know. Um, I can just, like, imagine that, like, even being nope. a person that is never... Like, I can just imagine, like, all of the nurses and doctors there well, now know her name. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she went to the same hospital every single time, and they're yeah. like, well good to see you back actually <laughs> so we really wish you would stop visiting us actually <laughs> <laughs> like what did you break this time oh no like oh. one of those punch cards from like coffee places where if you punch nine of them you get the tenth one free so like the tenth injury you get free <laughs> <laughs> well one second let me count in her injuries <laughs> no. all right anything else to add um yeah so this is kind of a funny place to end off um so she so on her motorcycle she has she had a bumper sticker or a license plate, mm-hmm. some kind of thing on her motorcycle. Probably like a bumper sticker or something. Yeah, that said, Honko, you want? I'm deaf. Oh no, <laughs> that's so. <laughs> Honk awesome. as much as you want. I can't I am hear you. Gonna be hearing you. <laughs> that's amazing. It's <laughs> gonna be annoying everyone else, and then they're gonna stop hon- stuff start honking at you. <laughs> I will just remain blissfully <laughs> ignorant of your rage. <laughs> And I'm going to be the only guy that's not honking in the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be great. All right. That was the best place to end. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Good day. Bye.